Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. How are you? I'm good. My sister just got here and now she's leaving. Just hurt her. I'm good. I'm tired. Me too. I know what it is too. I'm going to, bl- I, I know exactly what, well, actually it could be a plethora of things, but I know what I want to blame it mostly on. That would be this shit weather. Yes. And yeah, you guys, I hear you. We need the rain. I know that. Okay. It's just, uh, you know how, like if you live in a city, Portland, right? You're really used to like the dreary, dark, wet, rainy weather. You're accustomed to it. You probably, your happiness probably comes from like many other things. It has nothing to do with sunshine. Here, it's like, I was talking to my sister about it today. To go so many days in a row where we don't even have, the sun doesn't peek through at all. Cause we're just, it's like a blanket of clouds. Yeah. It's really starting to wear on me. <laughs> it is here too. Cause you know, yeah. we have very similar weather in California to you guys. And we're not used to weeks without sunshine peeking through either. No. And it totally sucks. Oh, I see. I'm yawning, but I, I mean, it's 6 PM here. I'm yawning but cause it's 6 PM. However, I've been ready to get back in bed since uh noon noon (laughs) (laughs) same same i'm tired have you ever been so sore that you can't sleep yep oh yeah Yeah, i i think the naked program yep that (laughs) it is and here's the thing you know even i underestimate our dumbbell version like our dumbbell program I underestimate the dumbbell at home program, the dumbbell at home program on the naked training program. (laughs) It's like a surprise. We're going to work you. Yeah. You're actually, (laughs) you're actually working. You're doing a lot. Oh, we got to do an intro. Oh, Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of between the reps with Brooke and well, Brooke and Devin, because Gina is sick. Under the weather. Mm-hmm. She sounds terrible. Yeah, she does. I feel like she was just sick. Was she, she not? Was. Yeah. She had a stomach bug last week. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe it's just rolled from like one sickness into another. That does happen. Yeah. 
yeah, her immune system might have been kind of weak. And then she went out partying again and mm -hmm. got something else. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you guys are stuck with us. Yep. Uh, I'm home per usual. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I know that's shocking. <laughs> So funny, like talking about like how, you know, Gina's all, out there. Gina's always got like the friends out in Santa Cruz always have something going. Like that's something that's super fun. And I do miss it. And it's just so funny because, you know, it's like. Uh, she's always got something she needs, like she has going or planned or this thing with these friends and this thing and this plan and this plan. And I know it makes a lot of sense that I would be the person that's like so busy and makes things like, it's kind of hard to nail down a time. Cause obviously you guys know that I don't live there in Santa Cruz anymore. And so, and Devin's in Paso Robles, she's not even in Santa Cruz either, which is like a two hour drive from Santa Cruz. So finding like a time and day that we can all jump on here and talk is hard, but I feel very confident in saying who has the more difficult schedule is Gina. Yes. It's not me. It's not anymore. <laughs> Bringing me back to when I first said, I'm at home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. If everyone listening is like, yeah, Brooke, you already said, here we are like 10 times. What are we talking about today? Well, you guys uh, already mentioned the, the, the not so fun weather. And here's the thing. Like I, I, Maybe it's just because I, I grew up here, not necessarily saying like because of here, but I grew up in the outdoors, like always doing stuff outside as a kid, you know, and to not be able to do that, like you wake up and you're like getting up. Like I got up, my, I met my sister, came over here. We worked out this morning and then we went and saw my aunt at Skin Tech in St. George and she was doing like a, a little mm, enzyme mask and then a pico like a laser treatment so she could video it for their business and i was like sure and then i saw that she i thought they were going to use it they want me to post the stuff and i was they they sent me like airdropped to me pictures and videos and i was looking at them and i was like my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah why not why not why not just real life they put the enzyme on my on my face mm -hmm. and it was like a lemon peel something and my aunt goes, you're really red. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, my, I get really red. Like my skin would get really red. And my sister was sitting there and I, my aunt left and I go, so how red am I? <laughs> She's like, pretty red. <laughs> I was looking at the pictures and I was like, whoa, all right. Sure. Why not? Now? How does it feel now? Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. So the Pico laser, I, you know, those of you that are listening that maybe are in the industry of, you know, skin would probably know what that is. And I don't know enough to really explain it to everyone watching. I mean, I can Google it really quick or Devin could Google it, but it's really mild. It's not something that like you leave and you've got like bright red skin or really irritated, or it doesn't need to like, you're not going to lose a layer of skin, right? It's not sloughing off like dead cells or anything like that, but it's like, it's like killing bacteria in your pores. So oh. she was really, really um, used a lot for people that have 
you know, breakouts or acne. Um, they were showing me a picture of a woman they've been working on for a while who had like tons of, um, what is that called? What's it called when you get like the dark spots? What's that called? Melasma. Melasma. And it, she's just been doing that once a month and it's like cleared up a lot of her like dark spots and her melasma and stuff like that, which is really cool. So I went and had that done and then I came home and I, and it was all rainy and dark. And I was looked at my sister and I was like, I already want to go to bed. This is like 1130 before noon. (laughs) And it's really just because you can't do anything outside. I want to go, you know, go to the corrals. I want to go ride my horse. I need to. And I can't, she's getting stir crazy. Every time I, when I do get on her, it's like starting over and, you know, she's antsy and she gets stressed and don't really want to get tossed, have been tossed. Right. And a lot of that is because she needs to be ridden consistently. I mean, but the rain and we don't have, there's no indoor arena. I can't, we can't go ride. So it's such a pain in the butt. Can you not ride or do you just not want to in the no, rain? No, you, Bad. there's no point. It's all mud. Oh. Uh, going to get her covered. Yeah. If like it's muddy and like, it's also, you know, potential like risk of injury for her. Right. So. Yeah. And everyone's dealing with it here, obviously. Yeah. But I'm like, please, it's going to be rainy all week. This whole week. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Is it pretty cold there too? Yeah, it's been it really cold. Been, it hasn't been super cold here, just rainy and dark. Oh, it's been cold here. Today's not as bad. Let's see. Um, uh, high of 50, 54. It's 52 degrees, it says right now. Okay. Low, low of 42. And then we got Wednesday is a low of 38 thursday low of 36 friday low of 34 saturday low of 34 but it does say sunday monday tuesday there's no rain but then it says rain on wednesday next week <laughs> <laughs> which again we need the we need the water we need the rain the lakes the, our reservoirs all need rain um but i was as i was coming into the office for the podcast on the tv my parents have the news on and it's just talking about like for Utah, like if people need to get flood insurance. So it floods here. I mean, yeah. when that, when, and especially with so much snow, like how much snow we have, and then it rains and all that just, it can't like it all at once, like melting. Right. Melts it. Oh yeah. But you know, uh, hopefully those people that need flood insurance or live near a river or crick. A crick probably ought to get some sandbags. <laughs> I don't know. I've never lived it. I've never lived somewhere where you had to really worry about that too much. About it. We've had a lot of flooding here too, because this area just isn't like the infrastructure doesn't, you know, isn't built for the kind of rain that we've had. Mm-hmm. But like you said, we need the water. So we do. Yeah, we do. When it rains, it pours. When it rains, <laughs> when it rains, it pours. And that saying, <laughs> you can apply that to almost literally anything. Anything. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, the ugly. 
pulling some ugly on right yep. now. All right. While you pull up those questions, yeah. I'll just bring yeah. people up to speed. So I don't know. What do we got right. going on in my life? Um, one, you guys, thank you for one, turning this on and even listening to it. Two, we've got some guests that we're getting lined up that should be really fun and, you know, just informative, educational, maybe a little entertaining. And other than that, I have a couple things coming up, I guess. Uh, get through this shit weather, head back to Austin to film a couple vlogs. And I've been working on um, a new business, which we've talked about a little bit on here, all the regenerative agriculture stuff. And we're getting a lot closer to actually being able to launch the product, a product. So just one step at a time, one day at a time, then hopefully hit it out of the park because yeah, you only get one opportunity really. Well, and it's a really, really cool product. Yep. So it's, it's a, it'll be a app, but it's a platform to connect producers and consumers and the big goal. I know I've, I've already talked about this, haven't I? A little bit. I'll brief it anyways. Big goal is to get people to know the producers, like have a relationship with your farmers, with your ranchers. So, you know, the goal is to like decentralize food and eat regionally and eat locally where you can be guaranteed high quality products. And when you know your rancher and you know, you know, you know, your producer, then you have that connection where it's going, if you know, whatever is going on, Nothing's going on yet, but if you're paying attention to <laughs> the news in the foreseeable food future, it could be very difficult for people to be able to find fresh food. And right. that's super important for our health. Um, and it's really important that we, you know, every, every city or state, they all do like a, you know, it's like a, a local thing, right? Like they may have a thing where like all the local restaurants, like they have like, you get a you get to go to all of them. They have like a discount thing or, you know, there's people are constantly promoting to buy local. Why? Because local economy, it's, it's, that's what we should be doing. We should be keeping where we live and the economy around us flourishing and doing well. So we can all do well. Um, so it's very important for you to be thinking about, you know, obviously it's a self selfishly, I want you to care about it, but it's, for so much more than our business doing well. Um, it's about maintaining a way of life, um, mm-hmm. healthy food, um, a good, you know, um, what is the word? I literally just said it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never sounded more dumb about on a podcast talking about a business that I'm, I'm a part of, (laughs) (laughs) you know, guys, it'll be really good. No, it's, it's super important to what I truly believe. And I hope a lot of you can get behind too, is it is extremely important to keep small, medium and large, but producers producing, right? It is very important that we do not, if we can do anything about it, keep them from ever going out of business.
What's up, everyone? It's Tana Mojo, and we're still canceled. Our podcast, Canceled with Tana Mojo, is back, and my favorite clean girl, Brooke Schofield, is by my side. We've grown up ever so slightly since our last episodes, and we're so excited to dive back into what's going on in our personal lives, gossip about pop culture, talk about lessons we continue to learn, and bridges we continue to burn. It's going to be wild, hilarious, and probably a little bit messy. So pause whatever show you're listening to right now and go follow Canceled with Tana Mojo on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. So you don't miss out on your weekly dose of chaos as we laugh at each other, laugh at our own lives, and maybe even give you a little advice along the way. Woohoo! Well, the thing is, is that the, 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 Food supply has gone overseas because it's so expensive to, you know, uh, run ranches here. And it's so incredibly expensive and there's so much competition. So from what I've learned from you and from AJ, your business partner, is that it's not only connecting people with a healthy food supply and a locally, you know, sourced food supply, but it's also supporting the ranchers and you know the next generation of ranchers and the land that they own and the ecosystem in the land right yep. and the thing is this is too you know when industrially industrialization kind of happened and when people were being were moving out of like homesteads into cities it started to create a whole like generations of people that don't know how to take care of themselves and without a grocery store without the internet without all these things that can be taken away from us like that. And now we have a problem where that's what people are dependent on. And we, I think this is an assumption, but people forget the people that are doing the work in order to supply them with what they like. And the industrialization of those things that you like is so unhealthy, not only for the consumer that is eating it, it is unhealthy for our environment. And it is not something that we should be like, that should not be the hill that we're going to stand on because it's not good. It's just not right. And we don't need to get into an art conversation about like how, you know, cows are actually not what's killing the environment because they're not, and they Mm -hmm. are the solution. So whatever you think, you know, throw it out the window and do some real research and don't just, you know, it's just, it's so easy to get the wrong information these days. It really is. And, and, and when you're, when you find yourself, when you think like what you're doing is like trying to search for the right information, I, what I urge you to do is question everything because that's going to be the best way and question it. Not in, not in like a, a negative way, but in a way where you just open up possibilities for all things. Right. Um, if you are someone who it's not when we have an issue with, with feeling confident about the information that we are getting online, which everyone should really fully understand that (laughs) there are a lot of issues with that. Um, then you should never take something that you read, no matter what.com it came from as Bible, because 
if you don't understand by now that all media is literally create was created to sway people in a certain direction to control people control what our thinking is control how we feel about something if you don't believe that i feel bad for you <laughs> because well and i'm kind of jealous of you because you might you know just living in living in a state of ignorance is bliss it, yeah ignorance is bliss yeah and i don't mean that in a way that anyone should take that negatively um <laughs> but it's just like a hard truth and ignorance is bliss. And so much that I have researched and read about and looked into and tried to pay attention to, and just like stay up to date on, it can be very overwhelming. And I'm sure a lot of you listening, I know Devin knows just in the climate that our country is in, in the whole world, to be honest, and all the weirdest shit that's going on constantly. It's really hard to, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you look behind the curtain of Oz, <laughs> <laughs> you've looked behind it. You can't take it back. <laughs> but yes, so what we have done, and I actually just saw this because AJ shared it with me. I guess our website where people can go there currently, put their email address in so we can continue. Well, one, we're going to start doing our best to, before our, our product is finished and ready to launch, helping connect people to producers in their area. So it's so we can, you can connect with us. We can share, um, send out like newsletters and information and keep people up to date on where we are in launching. And it's feedthepeoplebythepeople.com. And so if you're listening, go support your girl. Go support (laughs) your girls. Because you know anything I'm in, Devin's in. (laughs) (laughs) Like up to our eyeballs. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we should have AJ on as a guest. Yeah, we have, we have, but we should have him on again. Yeah. I'm on again. Yep. I wasn't on with him. Oh yeah. But, um, you guys are, you guys are long term, long term listeners. You guys probably remember AJ Richards. AJ Richards. Yeah. He's a good dude. Um, so you're going to Austin. Yep, going to Austin. Um, I'm going to be with Staccato. Yeah, mm-hmm. going to go shoot with Staccato, and then potentially I'm going to meet up. If you guys watched my watch my YouTube channel, then you would remember maybe um, Ashley Kid. Me and Gina and Dana went out there a couple years ago to wake surf. She's like a world champ wake surfer. She crushes it. And every time I've been there, we've been trying to connect, just to, like grab a drink or a coffee and hang out, but schedules, you know, but I am going out there I'm taking Mitch and we're going to do a vlog out at the range with staccato and then potentially do one on the boat and then, you know, just do some work, workout stuff and for naked and just keep trucking. That's what I do. All I'm trying to do is just keep trucking. (laughs) Trucking. Well, we got an email from an Alexandria um, about tactical training. Mm-hmm. And since you're going out there, maybe I'll read this to you and you can give her your two cents. Absolutely. Um, so Alexandria says, Hey ladies, love the podcast literally makes my week. My question this time is for Brooke. I am extremely interested in tactical training. Is there a route you suggest I take to learn more about it? Open to suggestions. Talk soon, Alex. Alex. Well, I can tell you, how I got into it. Cause I was in the exact same 
place you're in. I, well, for me, I do, obviously I do have a little bit of pull in like sports that have to do with fitness because of my CrossFit background. I had, I had reached out to tactical games, which is a competition. It's a very physical, very much like CrossFit style of training. And then it is also paired with pistol and rifle shooting. Um, sometimes only one of them, sometimes it's two. I've actually never been to one of the competitions. I've just watched a lot online and I've been to some, I went to a two gun competition. So not with the fitness side. And I reached out to them and just kind of asking them like, Hey, how do I get into this? Like, what do you recommend? How do I get into it? They responded with, um, they connected me with two trainers, one that worked for tactical games, one that was in Arizona and one was in Utah. So I connected with Kirk Homer and through him, I got connected with Tony, um, Pignato, he, uh, from staccato. And that's how I got connected with staccato. And then fast forward, I'm no longer training for the tactical games because of my herniation in my neck. So I am just focusing on, uh, I guess, tactical training, but not the workout side of that in that sort of competition. Um, I will say that one of the things that I'm hopefully, well, we are working on, but we're still in the creation side of it is some educational type of content, type of things with staccato that can, that's what it will do. It will aid for people of all levels, but really focusing on new gun owners or people that are wanting to get into some sort of like tactical training and all of that. So that will be very helpful, helpful to you. And then if you were interested in something that has like the physical aspect, or you just wanted to kind of like get your foot in the door, meet some people, and then kind of go from there. Uh, tactical games, they do, if you follow them on Instagram or go to the website, they do like, uh, what do they call it? Cannot remember the name of what they actually call it, but they have a department that does training. So they'll host different trainings all over and you can sign up for them and go to those things. Um, obviously something like the tackle tactical games, they want to get more and more people involved in that, but that's how it is with any of like the shooting sports. Um, I know that for staccato, they've been this, like for this year and moving forward to they're a big push in how can we help new gun owners train, learn, and, you know, feel really confident in their weapon in move in really honestly, just like the basics of using a pistol, a firearm. Um, so I would recommend checking out tactical games on Instagram. You can look at their website. They'll have like all of their events, um, things you can get signed up for. And then other than that, mm, you could look in your area. I'm not sure where you live. But a lot of places, a lot of cities, they have like gun clubs or like tactical type clubs. And you could go to, there's a place here in Southern Utah, it's called Randy's. And it's where you would, they have an, a very small, but indoor shooting range. There's like three or there's like four or five bays. And then they also obviously sell all things tactical there. They also sell like safes and things like that. But there's always posters posted on like the, their corkboard where there's different events. Like there's, I think it's like every Wednesday here is like ladies night. So Fun. there's a group that gets together and they do, you know, they shoot and they do some training. Um, so there's a lot of people that are running 
sort of courses or little trainings that you can sign up for and go. So I would check in your area. It could even be like a quick Google search because same as what someone told me, it was like, you just have to do it. Mm -hmm. So scope out who in your area is doing stuff like that. And then even if maybe they don't have anything for beginners, call them and say, this is what I'd really love to get into this. Do you have any recommendations on where I should go or who, or who I could, you, who you could refer me to that can help me get started? That's what I would do. Yeah. That's an excellent, excellent way to get resources. Hopefully that helps. Yeah. I hope that helps Alex. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe Alex, maybe, maybe, when you I go when little... I, maybe when I go to Austin, I'll talk with Tony about maybe we could do a little event out there and see if people want to get signed up and we'll, you, you can come out. <laughs> and Tony will instruct. We'll do like a, a basics and like beginners. That'd be fun. How fun would that be? I would totally do that. Yeah. So fun. That would be fun. I'm going to look into it, Alex. It's going to be for you. So you know. <laughs> different topic that's fine with me kind of long but um i reached out to this person to make sure that she was comfortable with us sharing this on the podcast and she said yes okay so ashley wrote in she says hi my name is ashley i don't really have any questions but wanted to introduce myself as i am a longtime follower of brooke and not too long after that saw gina in a video and fell in love with her too Brooke has been my idol and fitness inspiration ever since I saw her in one of the CrossFit documentaries from when she competed in the games. I saw her and was like, look at this cute and spunky girl. I realized that she had a YouTube channel and have been following ever since. At that time, I was working out multiple times a day doing Camp Gladiator and was on top of my game. I even got my personal trainer's license and started training people on my own. People who know me know who Brooke is because I would post and talk about her all the time. I had a workout buddy. And whenever we didn't feel like working out, I would say something like, do you think Brooke is taking a break today? (laughs) No, (laughs) LOL. I have to be completely honest when I tell you that I fell off the wagon when my dad passed away from morbid obesity a couple years ago. He was 500 pounds and not able to walk on his own the last two years of his life. He was my everything, including my reason for staying fit. I was devastated. I stopped working out. I stopped training. I stopped watching Brooke's videos. I stopped everything. Recently, I've been feeling myself and decided to pick myself up and work out again. And in turn, I looked up Brooke on YouTube only to realize the last video of circumstance was months ago. And then literally the day after Brooke posted a video explaining why she's been so quiet. And I thought, wow, Even though totally different circumstances, how weird is it that my idol and myself coincidentally went through a dry spell at the same time? In my time time away, I started gaining weight, smoking, eating my feelings, and not caring about my health one bit. There are a lot of parallels between Brooke and I, and I'm only a couple years older than Brooke, and the more I hear her talk about her physical struggles, the more I'm right there with you, sister. We're, we're getting old. I I just wanted to finally say hi from someone who you've never met, 
but has been watching you for years now. I really wish to one day meet you so that I can thank you for saving my life in ways that you'll never understand. Stay real, Ashley. How cool is that? It's very cool. Ashley, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, this is a moment where you get to learn something about me and the rest of you do as well. Sometimes I have a very hard time putting my feelings into words. <laughs> so I don't have, if I could just give you a hug right now, I would. And I can't. I mean, I could through the, <laughs> come here. Um, I'm sorry that you had to go through all that. And, you know, uh, and I really appreciate you listening and I appreciate you, man. I always appreciate people that are so in tuned that I, you know, when you don't have to like say much because they just are in tuned with, I don't know, you or just have a, a, a really great understanding and awareness of life and things are hard and we do the best. I mean, we're all out here just trying to do the best that we can. And I'm super proud of you for getting back into it because I can tell you, I mean, we all have different, you know, all of our struggles come differently and look different for different people. But I have, <laughs> obviously I don't really share. I don't like show. A, I'm, I'm Okay. I know you guys have, if you remember this, you remember that me and Gina have definitely in the past, like talked about how annoying we think that when people like take video or pictures of themselves when they're crying and then <laughs> post it to then talk about it. Um, that's just because me and Gina have, you know, we have really dark humor and sometimes laughing is the only way we can keep our head above water, laughing at the stuff that sucks so bad in our life. And, uh, I have had many times where things have been, you know, I'm going through certain struggles and things that feel like they're never going to get better. And then time passes and those things maybe get better, but then you get hit with something else. <laughs> You're like, you whoa. Punched from the other side. Dude, yeah. The amount of times that we, like me and G me and Gina have been like, can't, can I just have a win? Right. <laughs> just one thing. Win. Just give me one thing. You know, but um, I really appreciate your email. I'm my condolences for your dad. I am so close to my dad. So I can only imagine how hard that was for you and still is and will be for a very long time. I mean, Devin is very close to her dad too. And Gina, Gina's dad passed away years ago, but she is was always extremely close with her dad as well. It's one reason why she loves being around my dad so much because he reminds her of him, her dad. And, and I can't even imagine what you're going through. Um, I can relate to you on your reaction to it, you know, how you kind of shut down and un stopped watching and unfollowed and didn't want anything to do with any of that stuff for a long time. Um, that was me after... I had my, right when I found out I had to have a cervical fusion and I was like, it was the beginning of the open in 2017, right? 2017. Yeah. yeah. Um, I unfollowed everybody online that had anything to do with CrossFit. I didn't want to talk about it. 
I was, I'm an introvert. So I struggle internally and it's exhausting. Um, but if, if we, even in the hardest times, if we can remind ourselves to kind of like step outside everything and have a big picture and hopefully you have people, friends, or, you know, I love that we can be this for you and we don't see you and, but we can still be here for you. Something that gives you a glimmer of hope that makes you laugh, that reminds you that, you know, it's not over and we got tons of time to, you know, figure it out or switch directions or try something new. Um, even in the moment when you're like, you're, you're like a dark moment, that positivity is literally the last thing you want to hear. Okay. It's the last thing. It's like, for me, it's like, you need a period of time to just process for yourself, whatever that looks like. And, but then, you know, just remind yourself it's not over. And I love that you're getting back in the gym. I love that you're getting back to, well, you know, (laughs) watching my very, uh, (laughs) my YouTube channel that has, I have not been posting for many reasons. Biggest reason, obviously for a long time was stuff that was going on in my personal life, just absolute turmoil. And I am not a good pretender. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I have a very, when I'm, when I'm struggling or I'm going through something, I have the hardest time putting a smile on and showing up, but it's like, you know, I do what I can and I don't want to pretend either, but I'm also someone who's not going to try and like, you know, you feel, I feel this need to want to explain like why. And then the idea of doing that is so exhausting and overwhelming that I'm like, nah, I'm just going to not, I'll just, you know, (laughs) just going to try and take care of myself. And if I, you know, when I do that, I come back and everyone's like, peace, you were gone too long. (laughs) Well then, you know, it is what it is. So in turn, thank you for sticking it out and being there for me and coming back when you were going through a really, really tough time. And I'm also, this is just yet another reason why we do this podcast. Like, I know for a fact, there's so many of you that probably listen to us and think like, why am I still listening? (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? We don't fault you for that. We get it. You know, we're all just trying to do the best that we can. And, um, and, you know, and more times than not, we should probably try and do better than the best that we can for the podcast. But sometimes we got, you know, we got, we got flooding, you've got bills to pay, you've got you know, stress is at home. And sometimes it feels like the walls are coming in. Well, sometimes it feels good to just get on here and talk to you guys and just kind of BS for an hour. And we get, we get a lot of comments that are just like, I feel like I'm, they're listening in the car and they're like, I feel like I'm just kind of talking shit with my best friends. (laughs) I know. And then I, within that, which I love it. And then within that, I hope that the moments where you want to like, shut your best friends up. <laughs> don't happen that many times. <laughs> everyone knows that, that happens. You know, like I have moments where, <laughs> you know, I just get, I just don't want to talk that much. 
and I'll get a phone call from a, you know, a sibling, a friend, mostly a sibling. And they just, they, you know, my family, we have this thing. We do, we do this thing. And some of us more than others where we give like too much information or not enough information (laughs) when we're talking to somebody. (laughs) I think the reason I don't do it is because of the line of work that I'm in when I am like in the business side, like you really just want to be efficient, do this, move on, you know? And then with relation, like with friendships, relationships, it's like, well, you kind of accustom yourself to how you communicate with your friends or in a business. But sometimes my, my, my mom is so funny, you know, we'll be, she'll, she'll do it with Gina. She'll be talking about something like telling a story and, you know, use a name and say something, but it's almost, and I'll, and I'll say this, I'll be like, mom, more information, more <laughs> information. She doesn't know who you're talking about more information. (laughs) Like, you know, when you're having a conversation with a friend and you can almost finish each other's sentences in a way where I can say, Oh my God, you remember, you remember that? that, And you're like, Oh yeah. If anyone else was listening, they don't know what you're talking about. They don't know what the place was or who it was. You can almost like give like cliff notes in a conversation and people follow it. Right. That's how it is sometimes here. Or you answer and it's like, Oh, what are you doing? And then they say, Oh, I'm, I'm dropping so-and-so off to school. And then it proceeds to tell me every detail of what they have to do today. (laughs) And I'll be like this. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) Okay. I love you. Call me later. Bye. Oh, it sounds like you're really busy. Bye. (laughs) Okay. That should have Bye. Call me later, but if you forget, it's all right. Call me later, or maybe don't. Bye, love you, bye. For tomorrow. <laughs> <sighs> you and I have gotten really good. You're like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but you know what happens though? Okay, guys, this is what happened with me and Dem the other day, and this happens often um, because of me. But also, Devin knows me so well that it's it's she just knows it. But she, I had a, oh, I had a meeting at, at, a, at a Zoom meeting. That's what it was after, wasn't it? Adels, yeah. Yep. I had a Zoom meeting. I was meeting a, um, I won't even say it, but you know, something very cool and exciting in like the entertainment realm. And it was a long, it was, I was on the phone for a long time and it wasn't the only meeting I had that day. Well, then at that point, I'm, I, I'm kind of drained. And I hate, and I, I even hate saying it or like talking about how I feel sometimes just like emotionally, mentally drained because it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't take much to do that. And it's kind of embarrassing, but I think it's because I stay pretty engaged. And so when I'm having a conversation or if it is something super important, even if it's not that important, my mind is working overtime. Um, I've got ideas. I'm thinking, I'm picturing everything. I literally visualize everything. And Devin texts me and she said, how did the call go? And I go, as soon as I saw the text, I was like, oh, because <laughs> <laughs> it was just a long call and so much information. And like I told you at the beginning, I said to Ash, I said, you know, I wish that I were better at being able to like put how I'm feeling or thinking into words. Cause sometimes 
it just, it, it's like, I, I want to respond, but I can't, it's like, I can't, everything I want to tell you in that moment, I can't put it into something concise <laughs> and nice. I can't package it up perfectly. It'll seem, it'll be chaotic as if you were to, if you were to look at a big whiteboard and I had like, what's the diagram? It's not a bit, what's the diagram where you have like, it's like a spider web, like a web of uh-huh. all the things. Like that's what's going on. And I've got so much stuff that if I started trying to like spit stuff out, it almost would make no sense. But I texted, I, I was like, okay. So I sent Devin a voice note. Wasn't it a voice note? Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, really can't talk about it right now. <laughs> but in short, and this is what I do. Oh my God, this is what I do. I, in, I feel bad for not like sharing or doing my best to do so. So in my attempt to say, I can't talk about it right now. What do I do? I still give you all the cliff notes that I, that I can. <laughs> so I followed it up with, Hey Deb, you know what? Can't talk about it right now, but, um, just, you know, it went great. And then I gave her a, f- I gave her a few bullet points. I think that's <laughs> all I needed to give her anyways. That's but all so- I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> she responds. She goes, it's okay. I get it. You don't have to tell me everything right now. So I responded. And I was like, well, no, it, you know, it did. It was this, we talked about this and for the most part, like this, this is, so where do we go from here? Not really sure. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Well, I'll get filled in tomorrow. Cause I have a call with that. Those same people well, tomorrow. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's why no, I'm always no. like, Devin's like, do you want me on the call? I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> and it's not even like, it's definitely so you, it, well, Sometimes it's so she can remember details that I just will, my mind will completely ignore because I'm constantly thinking about a lot of different things. And so devil having the details and everything like that. And then mostly it's so I don't have to explain the in-depth, sometimes confusing or like intricate conversation that I had. Right. Because it's so, man, so stupid how overwhelmed I get when I need to share so much information that I've just consumed or like sat in a meeting and like went over so many things. And it's probably because in, you know, in business or in like the realm of entertainment, but really things like that, I, I didn't go to, I didn't do schooling, you know? So there's a lot of things that I understand and comprehend and cause I'm smart. Um, but if I were to try and relay a message and have right. it be like politically correct, but which we all know politically correct is bullshit because <laughs> politically is, is bullshit. Um, it's like a, I can't do it in a nice, like eloquent way, or at least that's how it feels. Like it's not going to, it's going to come across just like messier to you than how it is in my head <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. And also having to reiterate, like if you had to reiterate all of the meetings that we have every week, that that's just a waste of time. No, at that point, I'd probably just start recording it, like an audio recording and then be like, and then just send the file. (laughs) How was it? Just send an email, check it out and then delete it after. (laughs) Don't share it. (laughs) Also sign this NDA. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. All right. Um, uh, on a positive note, um, 
according to my aura ring, past couple, past few nights, I'm recovered. Nice. Haven't seen, haven't had that in, uh, since before Christmas. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you, you know different? what? Nothing. Hmm. Maybe the gummies are hitting, but hitting different at nighttime. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Um, well, I can, I guess I could just share it with you. I do not work with this company there and I spend, I, they're, you know, things are expensive. All things are expensive, but I do love these nighttime gummies. They are from a company called enjoy and they have a nighttime gummy that is it's Delta eight. So if you guys don't know what Delta eight, Delta nine, these like derivatives of THC, uh, Again, another topic I'm not qualified to tell you about, but Delta (laughs) eight CBN and CBD. And they are fantastic for me. I tend to, I don't sleep super well. Uh, My mind doesn't shut off. And I actually, I think because for the longest time, like years, this is not like a new thing. I have anxiety that builds up around bedtime because I anticipate struggling to sleep or fall right. asleep or stay asleep. And so I do uh, nighttime gummies and they help. They do relax me. I can calm down. I just like relax, close my eyes. And it's like, all right, it's time to sleep. Right. But they've worked great. And I've tried so many different ones and those ones have been the best for me. And they also on from that company, they have stuff that's no, no THC. So I just ordered some gummies that I got from my mom Mm -hmm. that are CBD and CBN. So CBN is a cannabinoid that is in, you know, in the plant and it's been, they've isolated it and it is for sleep. And it does work. I've tried, um, tried the CBD, CBN, no THC Mm -hmm. and they help. Yep. Really? So I got a bunch of those, got them from my mom. Runs in the family to not sleep well, apparently. But what, mm-hmm. what pisses me off about getting sleep? <sighs> I absolutely hate when I'm not a morning person. Yeah. And when I sleep, like when I, for me, it's like, I, obviously I don't love it when I'm not getting, when I have like interrupted sleep, my interrupted sleep, it's not because someone's tapping me on the shoulder. It's because for some reason my mind turns on and my eyes pop open and I'm like, well, got to get a snack. <laughs> real so embarrassing and um but yeah like so it's like I'm sleeping and I you know but I'm so tired when I wake up yeah it's like I sleep longer I um, have more like less I have more I have more uninterrupted sleep and if in my mind I'm thinking like man that's when I should wake up and be like today's the day and just have right. energy and feel great. And I'm like, but I feel worse. <laughs> and, then, and then there's no sunlight. Yeah. That makes it worse. So I am sleeping, which is great. I'm just waiting for the day that I wake up and I'm like, I've maybe I've caught up and I'm like, oh, this is what it feels like to <laughs> ready to seize the day. <laughs> I've always wondered what that feels like. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Double-edged sword, you know, good sleep, <laughs> good sleep. But then you have a sleep hangover. Yeah. Oh, and anyone who was like, you know, maybe you do gummies or maybe you've tried them and you think like, you don't like them because you feel like gro- uh, groggy in the morning. 
you got to take them earlier. I take them at like eight so I can be in bed. I can take it like eight, sometimes uh, eight, eight thirty nine. But I literally, I take them, I eat a little or I have dinner before or after I, whenever we're having dinner that night. And then I, I get ready for bed and I get in bed. Yeah. So if I take, you take, you know, and the Delta eight is different than if you were to go to like a dispensary and get them, but, um, it works for me. I take them around eight, I get in bed before 10, go to sleep, wake up. And for the most part, feel fine. Uh, me sleeping actually seven hours. It's killing me. <laughs> Terrible idea. <laughs> People are like seven hours. I know you guys listen. I, um, for the most part, if I had to like round it out hours, I sleep across the board more around like six. Yeah. Because yeah. you get up in the middle of the night or you're up really early. See, and that's why I do also like the gummies because really I I don't, I haven't been getting up in the middle of the night. That's good. I'm going to look for those. Yeah. But I was having, you guys, for, for, again, this is like years. Years. Not just like a period of time where I'm not sleeping. No, years. Where <laughs> I just wake up a ton throughout the night. Almost like every single time wide awake every time I move, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah. I mean, we also do know the studies about like a female brain versus a male brain. Women's brain doesn't actually shut, like shut down at night. So like, really, I didn't know that. Really? Really? I didn't know that. Are you talking to me on your computer or your, of course. Or on your phone, of course, on your computer. I'm going to just really quick and we'll, we'll shut it. We'll shut it down after this. I'm going to Google it. Male versus female brain. Oh, while sleeping. There's so many options, you know? Really? Yeah. Well, there's just so many things. Okay. <laughs> that sounded so dumb. Really? really? Yes, dummy. I'm looking on Google. There's a lot of information. <laughs> and see this website was too sciencey so i don't even really know what all those words are <laughs> they do i mean there are studies that i've read that, that show that women need more sleep than men and like all the reasons why health wise here's an interesting paragraph it says uh women are more likely than men to experience sleep disorders this is in part due to the hormonal changes that a woman goes through in her lifetime like menstruation pregnancy and menopause though the many roles and responsibilities of women have been found to add to greater sleep disturbances um, unfortunately women are also less likely to seek treatment for sleep disorders and women are more likely to experience insomnia and consequently more time daytime sleepiness because they use their prefrontal cortex. I'm paraphrasing here. Thank you. And then it gets real sciencey. So <laughs> we should have a we should have an expert on. Yes, we should. Okay. You guys, in a, in a nutshell, a shale. <laughs> in a nutshell, <laughs> guys, I'm one of them peanut shells. <laughs> if I had to put all this into into one nutshell. 
<laughs> Basically this, we're going to have a sleep specialist on Devin. We're going to find one. When yeah. I say we, I mean you. <laughs> okay. I will, I will just try and I'll just tell you this. I, I was reading an article a long time ago and it actually had pictures of brain scans. So you could see, cause you know, like how, like with brain activity on certain, like, um, uh, like cat scans and shit, like it lights yeah. up different yeah. colors. Right. So that's what it had. It had a picture of like a male versus female and it may have had to do with the front cortex, whatever you were saying, but there's something in a woman's brain that it never fully goes to sleep. Huh. That's really interesting. And there was kind of correlation into maybe if we want to look at like an animalistic type way, why that may be, you know, female when you are a mother. Right. And it's like, you're constantly aware of paying, needing to do your job. Right. (laughs) Right. So there's a lot of things like that, that they kind of um, talked about and went through, but we are going to answer the question that I have and what I've posed and what I'm trying to talk about by just having a, sp- a sleep specialist on. Right. Who can, can tell answer us all the questions and <laughs> yeah, take us through it. Yeah. Take us through it. On that note, uh, right, bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about your gummy time, isn't it? Yeah. One hour <laughs> in one hour. I've been one cleaning. Hour. Yeah. I've just been doing laundry and I ran some errands, went to the alt- went to an alteration place today and try and get some uh, couple pairs of pants and pair of shorts that I've had for a long time sitting in a pile. Like I'm going to get those altered before I just give them away or donate them. So I went and did that, you know, real productive, real adult stuff. Did a lot of adult stuff. Yeah. You adulted today. That's uh-huh. good. Yep. Oh, and last but not least, I'll show you my new, my new exercise equipment. Okay. Oh, for your trigger fingers for shooting? <laughs> it is, yeah. Also probably just for my grip strength because I have nerve damage and my hands don't work that great anymore. Yeah. Um, you guys, I got this little thing. Well, Tony told me to get it and I was at Dick's getting rollerblades. <laughs> 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 I bought rollerblades for me and for my niece. Um, so we could do a you know fun oh, summer fun. activity. Yeah. And also my thought was like, what a great way to like get some exercise without going in the gym. Um, and I saw this and it's got, it's like a, like a grip. One of, you, one of those things you like squeeze, like to strengthen your grip, like the little metal yeah. things. It's like that, but there's individual one, individual pieces for you to, if you're not watching to push with each finger, they had light, medium and heavy. I first just grabbed one and I could, it was the heaviest one. I could not isolate no. one finger. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought this. Um, oh, Hey, um, Alex, I got this to tr- train my trigger control. Oh, there you go. The strength in my trigger finger, because your hand that you pull the trigger with some my right hand, when you actually grip a gun, you should not be squeezing it or like have like a death grip on it. And when your trigger finger, when you do that, like when you pull the trigger, if you squeeze with your whole hand, it, it's going to, you won't have any, you won't have a accuracy in your shooting. Right. It should just be an isolated movement with like that at the second, at your second knuckle. 
of your index finger. finger of your index finger. So I got this. It's my new workout plan. There you go. <laughs> Just squeezing it, trying to isolate that finger, get it stronger. Anyways. Hey guys, thanks for listening. And also if you were super bored and you regret the time that you took to listen to our podcast, I'm sorry, but we thank you for listening anyways. And we cannot wait. We cannot wait for you to, for you to tune in next week. <laughs> and if you guys have any questions, email us at between the reps at gmail.com. Yeah. Questions. You just want to share questions a funny comment. story. Maybe you want to share some funny stories with us so we can laugh. That would be great. Yeah. I would love that. And in the meantime, I'll try and, you know, have more moments throughout my day that are maybe embarrassing or I don't know, funny in any, any sense of that word. And so I can share them with all of you. Who knows? Maybe I'll have another shit my pants story at some point. (laughs) You, when people ask me, what's your podcast about? And I try to like, you know, explain it, how our format is, we have no format. And, um, we talk about all things and we're vulnerable and we talk about taboo things. And I was like, and I'm like, and yeah, you know, I've talked about, I gave a full story of how I shipped my pants in the museum of natural history. And I also told a very vivid story about my first time using a diva cup. So just yeah. real life, real life. No wonder, no wonder people that listen to this are like, I feel like I'm just talking to my best friends. Cause this shit probably happens to you too. Just like the chocolate incident. Absolutely. <laughs>